When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another episode of the British English Podcast with me, your host, Charlie Baxter. And today's episode is a bite-sized one, so I'm going to skip the usual blurb and get straight to it. I have opposite me, Stacey Benson, my partner in life, in <laughs> crime, and soon to be my wife. But before we go and get married, we're going to talk about a tradition in the UK that is known as the hen do. It's uh, the female version of the stag do that we mentioned in a previous episode that I did with Harry. And uh, as Stacey has been on not one but two recently, we thought we would have a little chat about it to expose you to the cultural norms that um, are included in such a adventure. Is it an adventure? Hello, Stacey. How are you? Hello. I'm good, thank you. And yes, I would say it's an adventure. Yes? Yes, for the most part. So you've just recently done one for your best friend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you went on yours about a month ago? Yeah. Is the norm to do your Hindu and the night before the wedding? Sorry to get all analytical on you for a second, but from seeing the statistics of what people listen to this show on, it is safe to say that you are most likely using Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Google Podcasts, which means you could be missing out on the free worksheet for this specific episode, which teaches you at least 10 phrases totally free. And there's more because upon getting access to this week's free worksheet, you actually unlock access to every single free worksheet I've ever made, which is well over 100 episodes. So that's 100 times 10. Let me do my calculations. Oh my God, you are losing out on learning a minimum of 1000 phrases for free. I know, I know you're thinking, hmm, Uh, It won't be convenient, though. I just want to open my podcast player, select the latest episode and get on with my day. Well, I know that feeling all too well. So I went and built an app for this very reason. You can download the app, open the free worksheets and listen to the latest podcast episode within three clicks. I tested it myself meaning you can enjoy the episode whilst getting on with your day. And then when you hear a word you want to learn, unlock the phone and there it is right under the play button. It's amazing. And did I mention completely free for you? It cost me a fair amount of money to build. So I'd love for you to use it. So yes, do us both a favor, pause this episode, download it right now and enjoy the free worksheet that complements this very episode. To do that, open the show notes of this episode and click the relevant link or open your device's app store, search the British English podcast app or BEP, that's B-E-P. 
Oh, and if you're not wanting to get the app, then just head over to the website, thebritishenglishpodcast.com slash freebies. That's F-R-E-E-B-I-E-S. Go on, pause, download the app and resume. You won't regret it, I promise. Is the norm to do your Hindu and the night before the wedding? I think that was what some movies have led us to believe that that was maybe the case 20, 30 years ago, I would guess. I would guess that too. Uh, yeah, so nowadays we don't really do that. No, I think we're fearful because the hem parties and the stag do's have definitely kind of spiralled a bit out of control since back then. They typically used to be a one day or one evening kind of event. And now, typically I'd say they're at least two days, sometimes three days, um, usually an overnight thing. And yeah, they're, they're a bit more extravagant these days. So I think we're fearful having them too close to the nuptials because... We don't want to be hungover or feeling a bit fragile after the activities. Activities. Ooh, teasing. Uh, So you said nuptials. And by nuptials, that means the ceremony, the niceties around that? The wedding, I think. The wedding. Yeah. Okay. The, The nuptials. Nice. Is that a word that you knew before you started planning your own wedding? Um, I believe so, yes. However... I've heard more people kind of refer to it as the nuptials recently. Okay, okay. yeah. So you went on a Hindu recently. Was yeah. that crazier than your one, would you say? Yes. In the, in the grand scheme of things, I guess, um, it was a little more on the wild side of mine, just because there were also more people. How many people were we talking? There were 21, I believe. <laughs> Well, there are 21 originally, maybe 19 showed up. And is it all women or men allowed? Um, usually, I, I think typically it's it's all females, which is a bit sexist because yeah. a lot of people have other gender friends. But yeah, I'd say strangely, it's stag do's and hen parties are usually single gender Activities. occasions. Yeah. Yeah, they are still. They're a bit outdated in that way, I think. Agreed. Yeah. Well, I was tempted to have two of my good female friends yeah. come with me on a, a last minute kind of stag do kind of thing. But yeah. ended up <laughs> not doing that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think for a guy, it would be, be quite intense to go with 20 girls. Mm. I mean, it would be the same. If it was 20 guys, it would be quite... Yeah, I'd be intimidated, yeah. definitely. Okay. Uh, so what made it wilder than your one? The number of people. Yeah. Um, potentially the location. We were in Brighton, which is a little bit more renowned for the stag do's and the hen parties. Um, we went to a cabaret show and there were, I think, like four other Hindus Ooh. at that cabaret show. Maybe more, actually. Now, this is this is quite an interesting one. So a cabaret show, mm-hmm. usually they stereotype it being that you go and you have a stripper. Uh, not in a cabaret show. No, 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 think. no. Uh, sorry, oh. a hen. A oh, hen do. Oh, I see. You have yes. a, a stripper come, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That is a, uh, a, a, st- a stereotypical hen party. Yes. Uh, but a cabaret, I feel like that is a perfect 
sort of risque kind of activity, but mm. not too much willy in your face. No. Well, actually, there were no... I mean, there were two drag queens, but there were no male performers. Oh, right. So actually, I don't know if it's... um a typical kind of Hindu thing. It must, it must be because there were lots of Hindus there, yeah. but it was definitely more viewing pleasure, just yeah. more entertainment and really fun, I'd say. like And, and kind of innocent. Yes. Because it's, as you said, it's mainly female performers. performers. Yeah. So the, the stag mm. is less jealous if they were going to be jealous. Yeah. But that's probably not what Harry was thinking when she booked that or... What we, you, we, as the hen yeah. uh, planners? Sure. <laughs> Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Yes. So the hen, the main, the bride-to-be, does not know what's happening. See, I don't know if, I've actually thought about this recently, I don't know if the bride is the hen or if all of the group are the hens. As in multiple hens. Yeah. Like, because sometimes... In Australia, they call it a hens party, don't they? Yeah, because when we were away, we were like, oh, Harry's hens. Like, we are Harry's hens. Yes. A hen party, stag party, stag do. But no, you're... on 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 the stag do, the groom is definitely the stag. Okay. So there's only one stag, but you're saying that there can be 19 hens. I mean, I don't know. I'm not aware of the technicalities or... Yeah. Well, yeah, let's go with that. So the hen party doesn't necessarily mean the party for the bride. It's the party for the group, the bridal party. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it is all about the bride. It's all about the bride. Yeah. Yeah. And did you feel special on your hen do? Yes, I felt, as cheesy as it sounds, I felt very loved and very intrinsically happy and surrounded by lovely people all weekend. Yeah, you came back very, very happy. I was beaming. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't to do with the stripper you had. (laughs) I did not have a stripper, just to clarify. So she says, so she says, no, I, I believe you. I don't think you can find a stripper in the Cotswolds. Oh, really? No. Okay. Challenge accepted. <laughs> um, so Brighton was with your friend, but you went to the Cotswolds for your one. Yes. I'd say that's quite a... Civilised. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A civilised version of a Hindu. Yeah. I would say my mine wasn't necessarily a typical Hindu, but I'm really happy with everything that we did on the weekend. Like it... It was more like a, a little mini break, like a little holiday. It was very chilled. It was quite wholesome, I would say. And it wasn't all kind of revolving around the drinking or the late nights and that kind of thing. And despite being asked by the neighbours or no, being reported to the police <laughs> by the neighbours. Not the police, technically. We just had some noise complaints. Oh, uh, the neighbour came round and complained? Yes. Did he say that he had notified the police? No. Oh, okay. But technically, he had notified a policewoman. Yes. My friend is a policewoman. And yeah. he knocked on the door and said, this is the Cotswolds, not Ibiza. <laughs> yeah, very true. Such an uncouth group of girls. Uh, so what was your favourite part of the Hindu? I mean, disregarding the place itself, the house that we stayed in was absolutely stunning. The girls chose very well and it was 
very beautiful and aesthetic and the weather was lovely. But my favourite activity was the Mr and Mrs quiz. Oh, yes. Let's talk about that. So what does that include? It's a, I guess, like a quiz, a question and answer game where the bridesmaids ask the groom. On this occasion, it was you. A list of questions, which you kindly answered and recorded yourself. It was lovely. And then I'm kind of put on the spot in front of all the girls. They ask me the same questions and I'm expected to give the same answer as you. And for every question I got right, everyone else in the group had to do a little lemon cello shot. And for every question I got wrong, I had to do a shot. So who got more drunk by the end? I definitely got more drunk because, (laughs) not because I necessarily, I know I did well. I think I got nine. You got more drunk than them. I think I got nine out of the 15 because they split the shots between them. Oh. So there was only two girls at a time doing a shot. Oh, that's unfair. Otherwise they would have been hammered. Oh, did you get a lot of them right? Yeah, I think I got nine right. Out of 15. Out of 15? I think so. Not 20, because that would mean you don't know me. <laughs> no, I think I got nine right out of 15. I got okay. six wrong. Okay. So, yeah. Do you remember any of them? Yeah. The, I don't know why I remember this one, because it wasn't my favourite question at all. It was probably my least favourite question. But it was, what item of clothing do I least hate of yours? And then you gave an unsolicited answer back, <gasps> saying what? your least favourite item of clothing as mine was and that wasn't even a question. (laughs) Did they all listen to that or were they all busy drinking? No, everyone listened. Everyone listened to you very endearingly. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) How many girls? There were originally 10. Uh, Two didn't come, so there were eight on mine. Okay. Intimate. Eight avid listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that was that was your favourite. Yeah. You also did a cocktail. Oh, that was close second. Thing. Loved that. Tell me what it was. We went to the Cotswolds Distillery and we had the whole place to ourselves, and we had a lovely, very charismatic, quite attractive man. Excuse me, I wasn't who there. Who just knew his way around a cocktail shaker. <laughs> <laughs> a cocktail shaker. Yes. Okay. He knew his way around a cocktail shaker and that was a tasting session. Of it was gin. a no, it was a cocktail masterclass. So oh. we learned how to make three or four cocktails. And we were well and truly merry by the end. It was a great experience. Highly recommend if anyone is having a home party in the Cotswolds. Cotswolds Distillery is where it is at. Not sponsored. <laughs> so middle class. <laughs> I'm trying to do my best voice. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And the Brighton one was a bit different. I remember I saw some stuff on Instagram where you were on bikes at one point. Oh, yeah. That was really fun, actually. I really enjoyed that because I do like a bike ride. So that was 19 girls. 19 girls all on kind of like chopper style bikes. Not not full on chopper, but like beefy bikes. Beefy bikes. Um, And we, yeah, we cycled... I think 15 minutes, just literally following the waterfront in Brighton. And we went for coffee and then we actually got caught in the rain and had to cycle back before our lunch booking. 
Was this the moment where your friend Charlie, mm-hmm. not me, female friend, she lost her phone? Yeah, she left her phone at the place where we had coffee and cycled all the way back and then had to walk all the way back. 40 minutes back and her phone was still there. Uh, but she had to walk back in the rain. Yes. Yes. And this is the same girl that came to see us before the hen with her car and she left something on the car when she was reversing and she told us the story where she actually left her phone on the top of the car Mm -hmm. and she was using the phone through Apple CarPlay to call her mum asking her where her phone might be. Didn't Is that right? Yes, that is right. She was like, do you know where my phone is? And then she realised, oh, hang on, I'm using my phone. Ridiculous. Don't embarrass Charlie on the podcast. It's already on. (laughs) Uh, Another nice thing I think for you is that you get to see all of your close friends again because you don't always see each other that often. No, that's very true. We all live um, quite far apart um, in the UK. And so it was a lovely excuse to all be in the same place at the same time. And it's quite hard to get us all together, actually. I would say it sometimes doesn't happen for over a year to get all of us together. In comparison to a stereotypical Hindu, uh, a, a typical one, in my opinion, would be, um, and this is probably in the 90s, maybe noughties when we were growing up, mm-hmm. uh, you'd go out on the town for just one night, mm-hmm. a group of, a small group of girls, mm-hmm. go to the bars, do a bar crawl. Mm-hmm. You'd have a sash, yeah, not a sachet. Do you a remember sash. that? <laughs> maybe a little mini veil. A mini veil. Usually some willy straws. Willy straws. Were, were there any willy straws? There were no willy straws in sight, thank God. Any willies? No. I mean, they're two drag queens. <laughs> um, so no willy straws. But yeah, they would have willy straws, a sash saying bride-to-be. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I saw a chest, a plastic chest over the hen that looks like her boobs are out. Really? Yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. I haven't seen that in years. No, no. This is when I was like 10. I was like, what is that? <laughs> I don't think that's the norm. No. But maybe that one person did it uh, okay. when you were 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that was what it used to be. And now? Now I would actually say it's two nights away, still with the Willy Straws Maybe some games, quizzes, kind of usually a little bit of poking fun at the bride or making her dress up in a funny way. Um, So not ridiculing like a stag do. like Not not, not as mean. Not as mean. But typically I would say my friend Emma, her Hindu, which was a few years ago now, I think is probably the most stereotypical Hindu that I can think of for this for our age group, maybe. So we went to Barcelona for two nights and on the flight over, her friends dressed her up as a plucked chicken (laughs) representing a hen. Ah. And then she did have a stripper, which she was outraged about. And did she? she, Was it a personal lap dance kind of thing? It was a man that came to the house where we were staying. Yikes. Um, And fortunately, somebody actually told the stripper that a different girl that was very up for it (laughs) was actually the bride. So he actually dry humped that girl in the face. (laughs) 
Oh, God, that's such an unattractive sentence. <laughs> oh, I'm surprised you said that. Nice. Nice. Okay. Oof. Do you know what your level of English is? If not, then how can you tell if you're even improving? Considering you are no longer a beginner in this journey, you should be doing everything you can to show to yourself that your hard work is paying off. To do that, you need to know where you're at right now to be able to recognise the progress in the future. So... I have a quick and easy English level test for you to take right now for free to instantly find out what level of English you actually have. Head to thebritishenglishpodcast.com slash test me or find the link in the show notes of this episode. I don't it's really see pleasant. why a, a male stripper, I mean, it's obvious why I'm saying that really because I'm marrying a female, but <laughs> a, why a male stripper is so... It's not. It's not, is it? I would say, I don't know because I may be a bit biased, but I would say 90% of girls I know don't enjoy or want a stripper. Um, A few are up for it and maybe after a few drinks they find it funny. But yeah, I I think girls now are more inclined to enjoy something like the Magic Mike show or... Yeah, like male dancing. Yeah, that's a good one. That's not like personal thrusting. Yes. Yeah. Because I don't don't think that's... Yeah, yeah. I I don't need to say what I'm thinking, but I think you know what I'm thinking. Okay. So two nights away. Is it abroad? Um, I'd say quite a few people go abroad. Um, That was my one criteria is I didn't want to go abroad, but it's just because we'd moved back from abroad to the UK. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, do you do you get a gift? I mean, the the hen party is paid for the bride, or it, ha- so it has by been. the bride. No, not the hen party is paid for by the everyone group else. Yes, for the hen. Yeah, so everyone else covers a little bit of the costs mm-hmm. for the bride. I don't know if that is actually the case, but that has been what think, has happened on mine and also what we did for Harry for yeah, hers. I think that's the norm, especially with stags. Yeah. yeah. And that's really nice because the the bride usually has quite a lot of expenses that year. <laughs> yeah, which you know about. Yeah. So it's nice especially to be if you gifted. Make, uh, make mistakes on orders. Yes. Shut up, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we are moments away from the nuptials we are three days out from the legal nuptials right actually kind of two days out two 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 day is it tuesday today it's monday night it's monday night so we've got tuesday wednesday okay three days well it's happening on thursday yeah 10 p.m anyway so we we're doing the legals on thursday and then we're getting married in well, no, we're getting married on Thursday, but we're doing the... Full celebration, the full shebang. Yes, on Saturday. On Saturday, which we are shebang. very excited about, aren't we, Charlie? I'm really excited. I'm glad. A year about and a half ago, I wasn't that excited to talk about the planning, but now I'm really excited. I can't wait. You're only excited because you've written a speech which you're really proud of and can't wait to deliver. I was actually rehearsing it today and I'm a bit nervous about it, so I'm back to a bit more anxiety and panic. Oh, no. Yeah. That's not good. No, but it'll be all right, hopefully. But yeah, we have two days left and Charlie still hasn't written his vows, so (laughs) get on it. (laughs) Yeah, I do need to do that. 
But we need to pack up. So this is going to be the end of today's episode. Um, we need to pack up. I need to put my tux in the car. You need to put your three outfits in the car. <laughs> Do you want to explain why I have three outfits? Well, you would like to get... Actually, you've got four. You've got one on the Thursday and then you've got three on the Saturday. You've got your main dress, um, dress for the day mm-hmm. and then you're going to change into a slightly less extravagant version for the dance yeah the majority of the night the majority of the night and then when you get crazy after party vibes the after party vibes you're gonna slip into an even more casual dress not casual babe okay it's a feathery mini feathery mini that charlie hates because he thinks i look like an ostrich (laughs) no you put it on earlier and now that it fits you, because mm. you got it tailored to your body, mm-hmm. it looks good. Thanks, babe. Yeah, you look good. Cheers. But I haven't seen the main dress and I refuse to see the main dress until the day. I think that's a special moment when you walk down the aisle. Mm. Yes. And then, so we're going to do that and then we're going for a mini moon. Yeah, which I know nothing about and I'm yeah. very excited for. I've booked us in for two lovely days at my parents' house. <laughs> I would enjoy that. You wouldn't. <laughs> That's no comment. <laughs> I would love that. Mummy and daddy. Um, no, it's not there. But I have booked it. And so you don't know. But we're going to do a mini moon. And then later in the year, we're going to do a, um, our honeymoon. Yeah. And this is this is kind of a norm nowadays. People go on a mini moon Straight after, which is a very small holiday. Mm -hmm. And then they go on a big holiday Mm. later on. I think people just need a bit of downtime, which is why we've done. We're just copying a couple of our friends who had just a couple of nights to chill after the chaos that is getting married. Yeah. And to be honest, I had no um, energy to plan a honeymoon whilst planning a wedding. I don't know how anyone does that. Fair play to, to, to those who book a honeymoon. I agree. It's um, it's it's full on this yeah. this last couple of weeks, particularly for me. Yeah, I haven't worked in two weeks. <laughs> no, you haven't. It's been a full time job for you. It really has. Yeah, I'll thank you on the day, but thank you now. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Okay, guys, uh, thank you very much for listening to the end of this one. We will reconvene at the other end when we are married. When we are husband and wife. Husband and wife. When we're on our mini moon, we'll do a full episode on how it all went. We'll give you the lowdown. Yes, we will. All right. Um, I guess wish us luck. (laughs) We're going to need it. (laughs) Thank you for doing this episode, darling. You're very welcome. I'll see you next time as my wife. Weird. (laughs) Bye. Bye.